weird. This is what? Hey, yeah, hey, it's 297, episode, episode 297. 297. Can you believe we've got this one and two more? No, 97, we got 98, 99, and then number 300. That's right. And then we take that boat to China. Finally, finally done. That we're, we're heading out. It's you know, there's an urban legend that we agreed to do 300 episodes. No, it's not urban. If we could, it's m- a rural if legend. We, if we could make it to 300, yeah, there'd be a big payout. If we could make it there, we can make it anywhere. It's up to you. 300, 300. <laughs> anyway, this is the We're Weird Podcast. My name's Aaron. My name is Craig. And the Craig, the podcast awards are still open, but only for a day or two. Yep. So if you, if you haven't nominated Weird, please Weird. do us a favor. Weird. Go to podcastawards.com. Pops did it. I was over there All Sunday. Right. Pops said, I got to do that. What a guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, podcastawards.com. Uh, weird you'll find us in the adam curry section and then for some reason we're in the comedy section so please vote yes and we would appreciate it all right podcast rules real times. quick only true stories number two when a bad guy's mentioned in the story by only two names the reader must add alan to the middle name to complete the bad guy name code number three when reading a story with quotes the reader must do their best to emulate the accent and number four only one official band name per episode per co-host. All right, let's get to it. All right, we're up to the it's Aaron's album of the week, and you've got an issue with me uh, on this. But first, this week's album of the week is brought to you by Bandbox. Bandbox have surprised band themed boxes sent right to your door for just forty nine bucks a month. Each curated Bandbox includes two brand new vinyl records by the same popular artist, uh, critically acclaimed artist at that. An illustrated track-by-track listening guide specially designed to fit inside your album cover, keep it with the record, and an exclusive magazine about the featured band or singer. Now, this is great, and it's 49 bucks a month worth every penny. The reviews are pouring in. Everybody's saying this is the best subscription album service available. And I agree. I love it. Been a member since the first month, which is right now. <laughs> yep. But you could try it for half price. Just uh, use the code WEIRD. When you go to bandboxrocks.com, and you'll get 50% off, and you'll get a $10 credit on your next month. Now, this is, you can go to our Facebook page, which is the way we'd prefer you to do it, so you don't, you know, get anything confused. Just go to uh, Weird News Podcast on Facebook. I've got a link set up to Bandbox Rocks, top of the page. Use that. Don't forget to use the code WEIRD for 50% off. That's 25 bucks. Craig, if you buy two albums a month anyway, you're spending 50 bucks right there. Word. This way you get the specials, and they put surprises in certain boxes, some really cool collectibles. Anyway, this week's album of the week, Craig, The Band Rex. Where do we go from here? And this album surprised me. The lead singer is Rex Smith. What's Rex Smith? You take my breath away. That's, that's a good song. Now, Lori, who loves Rex Smith, darn it, um, wasn't familiar with The Band Rex, or was I? So I put this album on. You're trying to candy coat the fact you like Rex Harrison, who's a... Or Rex Smith. Or Rex Smith. Rex Harrison <laughs> was the guy with the hat that talked to animals. But anyway, that's I've digressed. <laughs> yes, you have. Rex Smith. Yeah. I said Rex Harrison because he's the only other Rex that I can think of other than T-Rex. 
Yeah, T Rex was a good one too. Yeah, T Rex so, good. So, uh, no, I meant the dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, but Rex, <clears throat> Rex Smith, yes, was a poster boy in the seventies. You may this may surprise you, but he was his, a teen beat poster boy. His brother is the lead singer for Stars, and Rex and Stars sound a lot alike. Hmm. And I'm a big fan of Stars, hmm. as you know. I only think of Alex Chilton when I think of. Anywho, and then Alex Children. I'm giving I'm giving Rex. Where do we go from here? Eight out of ten record needles. How you like no, that? No, no, no. Uh, makeup kits. No. <laughs> tight pants. T- tight t-shirts. You give him a tight t-shirt. His sister's belt. Was it Sean asked why he was wearing his sister's yes, belt? It is. All right. Let's anyway, let's get into this. Squirrel eating men at Soho vegan food stall find. What? There was a squirrel eating a man. That's what I read. <laughs> Squirrel eating men, the men eating squirrels at a Soho vegan food stall were fined. That's fine. This is, this is a squirrely story. <laughs> Two men who ate dead squirrels outside a vegan food stall in protest against veganism, veganism, uh, as they drank their cognac. Uh, <laughs> Have been convicted of public order offenses and fined. Dionysi Caleb Nikov, 22, and Gatis Lagzigib, 29, bit into the furry animals at the Soho Vegan Food Market in London on the 30th of March. Sounds gross, but I wish I had seen this. Maybe there's, I'm sure there's video out there. Gotta Um, be. The pair, I don't, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It depends on. No, I mean, it's, I it's not it. like squirrel meat on a stick. I, they were actually biting into dead squirrels. Oh, that's gross. Yes. <laughs> the, was Ozzy with them? I don't know. The pair denied using disorderly behavior likely to cause harassment, alarm, or distress at a trial at City of London Magistrates Court in June. They were found guilty on Monday. Natalie Kleins, the uh, see from the CPS, said. I'm I'm just, I'm just, I'm gonna try this. Ready? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. The honesty, Alan Kalevikov. I and, think you got it. And Gaddy's Alan Lagsdens. That's very good. Claimed they were against veganism and were raising awareness about the dangers of not eating meat when the public uh, when they publicly consumed raw <laughs> squirrels. What? By choosing, I've never been so hungry where I bite into a fuzzy rodent. <laughs> by choosing to do this outside the vegan food stall and continuing with their disgusting and unnecessary behavior, despite requests to stop, including from a parent <laughs> whose child was upset by their actions, the prosecution was able to demonstrate that they had planned and intended to cause distress to the public. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just funny. Their premeditated actions caused significant <laughs> distress to members of the public, including young yeah. children. Uh, Klebnikov uh, Kleb, of Westminster. Hey, what happened to your Klebanov? <laughs> I dropped it in the cognac. I'm ch- the cognac. The cognac. Was also fined 200 pounds. Uh, Ooh, they gave him two, heavy. No, they made him give up 200 pounds. He's a lot skinnier now. Lagsdzenzens of Ealing, an anti-vegan protester who has posted videos of similar stunts on YouTube, was fined 400 pounds. He wow. He wow. Why so? He got twice the, the yeah, he did. He did not attend the hearing at Westminster Magistrates Court. A statement from Soho Vegan Market said, Soho Vegan Market was created so that people, both vegan and otherwise, I want to talk about Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> why, be, why would anybody otherwise than vegan go know. there? <laughs> could try delicious and different plant-based foods. You know what I need, Craig? Some tofu. Where can I, I get it? Where can I get that? I got to go to that vegan <laughs> place. Some tofu. Plant 
plant-based food in a brilliant and easy accessible location in the heart of London. We do not condone the actions of known anti-vegan YouTuber Syringe, Syringe, something. C3V-Ridge. We're disappointed that it disrupted the vibrant and diverse weekly event and are glad to see those involved have been charged for their actions. Now, I've, I can understand taking a hamburger to a vegan event and just saying, y'all don't know what you're missing. Yeah, you're show chowing up with, down. Show up with a cheeseburger. Yeah. Or if PETA's there, uh, we, had a, we have a friend that actually anti-protested PETA because they had a girl in a cage dressed as a tiger or uh-huh. something. And they got... Uh, our, our buddy went and ate hamburgers in a cage right next to her. And, nice. Yeah. I mean, you're not helping your cause when you do something traumatic like that no just go eat a no. hamburger just go eat and stand in front of me to hamburger yeah eat a hot dog like a corn just dog have lunch just, oh, <laughs> corn dogs Ooh, sonic corn dogs oh those are the best those are pretty good yeah they're good i had a, I had a sonic uh, cheeseburger the other night. did you really they're yeah, did you they, have the double i had uh, just the regular one was half price night and yeah it didn't, it didn't apply to the doubles oh but uh well you make that's when you make your own double you order two sonic has up their hamburger game yeah sonic i've always been a fan of the but burgers. they've gotten better they weren't as good as they are now they got better eh yeah all right all right, headline is, banned, your wife is hot, air conditioning ad appears on a billboard. Why is it banned? I don't know. And I saw it. It was not offensive at all. It was actually really funny. Because your wife is hot. It's a double entendre. That's right. Exactly what it is. Yeah. Something. Your wife is hot, and you're implying your wife is hot. It's funny. It's comedy. People get over it. An advert that was ruled inappropriate and banned from city buses has appeared on a billboard. The air conditioning advert described by an academic. There's the first problem. Yeah, there's the problem. As it's a plain sexist. Yes. Features the line. <laughs> Your wife is hot. Would they have felt better if they did a one with a husband? That oh, said don't get ahead of me now. Okay, okay. It was meant to appear on seven buses in Nottingham, but Adverta, which places adverts on buses and trams in the city, blocked it and said it could cause offense. Lee Davies, who designed the ad, said Ray that- Davies? No, Lee, his brother, said that it was a little bit of harmless fun, and yeah, it that's was. That's all it was. That's all it was. Professor Kerry Pichter. Pack, packed. Uh, Downer, uh, Terry Downer, <laughs> director of Nottingham Center for Children, Young People, and Families, said the advert was like something out of the 1950s, and he called it for it to be removed. If I had young Pretty children, sure that was a her, by the way, Carrie. No, oh, whatever. Okay, yeah. because we know if we got Carrie Walker, that's a he. But this is spelled C A R R I E. Oh, I wonder if she's got any pig blood on her. You went through this with Tracy before. Remember? Yeah, you couldn't yeah. get the, the names. Gender bender names throw me off. Gender bender. That's going to yeah. go over really well. Gender bender names. That's what they are. Because it could fit either Aaron. Well, that's Aaron. If Aaron. I called you a gender bender, how yeah. would you take that? Fine, I don't know. You're a gender bender. Then. I know. No, I'm Everybody, not saying. I'm not saying you if you Aaron have a remind, name, you're a gender bender. That's what those you just are said. gender bender names. So they're only for people that are gender benders. <laughs> no, they're not. Hey, you want to you want to shovel to dig yourself back out of that hole? No, I'm not in a hole. Whatever. Gender bender names have always thrown me off. But anywho, you're saying names, had young names children, that can work with either is what you're saying. Yeah, it works for either gender. Okay, Tracy, uh, Carrie, uh, on my wayward son. 
Just go. If I had young children, if I had young children, I wouldn't it's a want woman. them. I wouldn't want them passing that way on to school because the message it gives about society. She said, <laughs> "Don't you see the, the subliminal message about society message. is that it's okay to comment on women's bodies and comment on women's bodies oh, as if they were break. the possession of someone else, your wife." It's a play on words. My wife is hot. It's a play you know? on. It's a play on words. My it's, wife is hot, even though the house is cool. Right. It's, you know? it's it's a it's just it's it's meant to be funny. Yeah. It's not meant to be anything more than that. It's supposed All to right. be It also gives a subliminal message. Oh please, there's no sub what are they playing it backwards? They're playing the ad backwards on the billboard. I, now I will say if they've got her in a pose on the billboard No, they don't looking like a, a centerfold model no, or something. She That's was fully the, dressed, had sunglasses on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fully I mean it was it was a funny ad. It's it made me be, laugh. It's meant to be funny. So she says that it also gives a subliminal message that it's the man of the house that's responsible for getting the air conditioning. <laughs> hey, fixed. hey, we'll give that up. I'm pretty sure that's my job when it breaks yeah. is to, to do that. I'm not seeing people race me outside to fix no, it. No, sir. A new rule came into force last month prohibiting harmful gender stereotypes. And are you kidding me? In adverts, following a, rev- a review of gender stereotyping or a reviewer by the Advertising Standards Authority or the ASA, I might spell that different. The professor <laughs> added, "Yeah, really." Professor Puckter added, "I don't want to de- demonize." Oh, the suddenly company. she's a oh she's a gender bender. I don't want to demonize the company or the company's owner, but it is a foolish advert and it needs to come down. The advert. When, at did, the she, when did she change her voice? Of Woodboro Road or somewhere over there. Wasn't that little NASA song Woodboro Road <laughs> was designed by not just cooling over Mr. Davies. I didn't mean to offend anybody, he said. I saw an advert like this in America once. I chuckled to myself, and I thought, why not? Because it's funny. So he stole the ad. Yes, that's fine. <laughs> Air conditioning is a very thing, a very hard thing to advertise. He said he ran the idea past uh, his team of engineers, who are all men, just out of the blue, and discussed the idea with his mother and his wife, who approved, too. Because they've got a sense of humor, right, Craig. Because they're not sticks. They're in not the all just me, me, me. You know, they're actually humans. Mister Davis added that he is now considering a follow-up advert with the slogan he "Your should. husband is hot" in order to keep the balance. Because it it applies. It does. <clears throat> Political correctness <laughs> run amok. But I shouldn't be so upset because it does give us material. It does. Yeah. It it writes itself. It keeps us on the air. For four more episodes. Yeah. Hey, yeah. mysterious untouched In-N-Out burger found lying on Queens Street. How about that? Queens Street. Queens like Street. Like Queens as in New York. Yeah. I saw a headline this morning. I didn't read it saying that they've come up. They understand what where it came from. Oh, really? So this mystery has been but solved. But I can't give you an update because I have not even read the well, original thanks story. thanks a lot. Um, a New York man found a pristine In-N-Out double-double uh, sitting untouched on a Queens block and told the Post on Sunday that he's in shock over the case of the mystery meat. Uh, it generally shook me to my core. Lincoln <laughs> Bowen. This guy needs a life. <laughs> 31. He, he said about coming across a perfectly wrapped burger from the West Coast chain around 630 on Saturday morning. That is kind of weird. All the way out in New York. It'd be like finding one here. I know. The Santa Monica native and his wife, Dara Katz, had time to kill before catching a train to the Jamaica Long Island railroad station and decided to grab a bite at the mcdonald's on sutphin boulevard or sutphin boulevard it doesn't matter there on a nearly empty block 
sat the untouched cheeseburger sitting comedically, like perfectly up on the street, completely untouched. Now, that would be weird. Sitting comically is what he said. Yeah, yeah. Like perfectly up on the street, completely untouched. We didn't touch it, he continued. (laughs) We stopped for a second, took photos, and looked around to see if anyone else was noticing it. And then we walked on. Bone, uh, he wondered how the burger had gotten there and how it remained uh, looking as if it had come off the grill five minutes ago. The fast food giant has locations across uh, Arizona, Nevada, Oregon, Utah, and its home state of California, but none east of Kansas City, sad to say. Uh, let's see. Boehm said he's probably had over a thousand, over a thousand, that's what he said, thousand. I've never had one. And I want they're one. They're good. They're good. I thought they were good. I'm not saying you can't get a burger here that's good like that. I mean, it's not like an end-all burger. Like, yeah, I'll, but I'll, you've heard so much. You know, they're like so I like, J, I like J&D down the street. It's one of the best burgers I've ever had. Yeah. But uh, in and out I like it, the simplicity. You walk in, it feels almost like a restaurant back in the 50s or 60s. The menu is, like, super simple. Yeah. Um, they're good. Yeah. It's good. It's the experience, I think. I, think, right. I like them. I want one. Um. He says uh, he calls the delicacy his uh, my death row last meal. Oh, that's not a bad idea. If I'm ever on death row, that's what I'm going to request. Just say one thing. Yeah, uh, that's how sh- that's how he's sure the burger he saw is the real deal. He pointed to the trademark placement of the onion between the two patties, the lettuce uh, at the bottom, and the way the buns were toasted. Since moving to New York, New York nine years ago. He has tried to bring burgers back to the Big Apple after trips to Los Angeles, which, by the way, I do recognize he's from Los Angeles. That will not stop me from using that accent because he is in New York. He's in New York. But good luck bringing good burgers back to New York with the stupid fast food laws those clowns have. You know, what's like letting those clowns, they just put them back in the circus. (laughs) I'm not just talking about Ronald either. (laughs) That's right. Every time I've done it, it becomes an inedible, he said. The bun gets soggy and it becomes a mess. This one, this one was in such perfect condition. It just felt strange. <laughs> At first, I thought it was some sort of viral marketing thing. But Boehm added, if it was a stunt, why on earth would they pick a street in Jamaica, Queens at 6.30 a.m.? Now, that's the end of that story. Now, while you are going to the next one, I'm going to try to get the update. Okay. Well, you go fast because I'm going to do this. Where is the update? No, I can't get that fast. Drop. Do it. Go quick. Go. Where is the update? Where is it? Give us the update. We want it. We want the update now. I got it. Back up, you creep. Good for you. I got it. Okay, good. So, here's a picture of it. Uh, uh, Meat Mystery Solved. The New York man who recently told the Post about finding a pristine in and out cheeseburger sitting in a Queens street claims he's figured out how the double-double wound up oh, so he far figured from it home. Out. Lincoln Boehm, 31, said Wednesday that after posting about the puzzling patty on Instagram, he received a message from Helen Vivis, a 16-year-old Queens girl, who said she had dropped the burger while running to catch a bus. Helen was sincere, and from the jump, I knew this person may hold... And from the jump? From the jump, that's like from the beginning... I knew this person may hold the answers I've spent the last four days uh, four days searching for, he wrote. Uh, the high schooler who attends Veritas Academy in Flushing told Boehm she picked up the burger at one of the West Coast chain's outpost in Encinitas, California on July 19th before getting on a red-eyed JetBlue uh, flight back to the Big Apple. As proof, she provided a screen grab from her Instagram story of the In-N-Out restaurant she went to, her recipe from the eatery, and her flight information. 
At the counter, she made it clear to the In-N-Out employee taking her order that she was about to board a flight and asked for suggestions to preserve the burgers as much as possible. She ordered two double-doubles without sauce, explaining how the burger stayed in mint condition. She also bought two single cheeseburgers with the vegetables packed in separate baggies. That's smart. Once on the plane, she ate one of the double-doubles and kept the bag containing the other sandwich on her lap the entire flight. She landed at JFK Airport Saturday at 5, uh, 5.27 a.m. and took the air train to the Jamaica station in order to catch the Q44 bus home. That's when she saw the bus sitting a block away at the stop about to leave and ran to catch it. The good news is she caught the bus. The bad news, the bag burst open at the bottom while she made oh, her man. sprint to the bus. She was um, able to catch two of the three burgers before they hit the ground but left the double-double behind. That's sad. That was real-time me finding the update. That How was about mystery that? solved, sir. How about that? Way to go. Headline is, Canadian police accidentally live-streamed double homicide press conference using the Facebook's cat filter. <laughs> so it's happened again. Yep, yep. So Canada National Police Force, I wonder if they were on their Mounties, if they were on the horses when they did this. <laughs> Canada's National Police Force live-streamed a press conference regarding a double homicide on Friday. A double-double? And added animated cat-like features to the presiding officers. Facebook's uh, video technology has the capabilities of overlaying. Everybody knows what that is. The National Police later clarified on Twitter that the use of the filter was inadvertent. So they didn't do it on purpose. Thank goodness. Uh, <clears throat> uh, we uh, we are aware of the dressing day as it's, a, it's an automatic setting, a like beauty, the police force said before posting an updated video without the cat filter. I didn't know you could do that. Or maybe they reshot it without the cat filter. I didn't know you could remove it. In a briefing, police uh, were updating the press on the details of an American woman and her Australian boyfriend whose bodies were found along a remote highway in British Columbia. A similar live stream blunder, Craig, that you may remember in North e- Northwest Pakistan when a regional prime minister, somebody, applied the same cat filter to a virtual version of a press conference for local constituents last June. And I believe we covered that story. We did. Right recently. here. Yeah. I looked and they did update the video without the cat filter, well, which makes me a little bit sad. Although it is sad that they did it on a double homicide. And it, that that is unfortunate, but you know it's not making fun of that situation. But in light of the situation, it was entertaining. Well, there's an American dead and an Australian. Well, not, but 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 the, the the cat filter thing, unless it was intentional, I think they did it on purpose. You think they did? I do. You know, Canadians they got a weird. They're crazy, over. eh? Yeah, they did a lot of donuts, drink a lot of beer. Some guy said, "Hey man, I'll give you ten bucks." Said, "Hey, ten bucks, ten bucks, eh?" <laughs> man caught on camera walking into store naked to get coffee now this is what we call a classic weird story <laughs> absolutely what a great headline bennington vermont a coffee shop bennington in- near, near, near brokington <laughs> what <laughs> well it a, works a coffee shop in vermont promises to make its customers feel right at home there's a storm a coming but one <laughs> customer took that notion a bit too seriously he entered the shop the same way he entered the world they're assuming a little bit aren't they buck naked uh, security footage shows the naked man walking into bringing you vermont wednesday he asked the cashier where the coffee was <laughs> where the coffee at <laughs> stat i'm freezing in a calm motion she directed the man to a self-serve pot of coffee towards the back of the store before returning to the counter she said mr travis i've got all your records <laughs> uh, uh, oh he asked where's a good place to go swimming 
And she directed him to a good area. <laughs> Shop She's owner Ryan helpful. said, uh, Ryan Hassett said, he paid for his coffee and out the door he went. <laughs> <laughs> Police tracked down the man before he made it to the swimming spot. After asking when he uh, after asking when he removed his clothes, it was decided that no arrest could be what? made. What you can't arrest a guy for walking around naked in Vermont? The in Vermont? It's right. Not Vermont. It's, no Vermont. Vermont. The state of Vermont uh, only recognizes nudity as a crime if someone disrobes in a public space or are you kidding or me? Other things. Simply being naked, however, is completely legal. Oh my good gosh. Uh, okay, Mark. No wonder they say we're Vermont gonna, is for lovers. We're, we're going to mark Vermont <laughs> off of the list. While it may not be illegal, Hassett isn't encouraging people to take advantage of the law. I have no problem with someone acting natural, but I'm not encouraging people to come into our establishment all natural. <laughs> that's, that's, that's public indecency. I mean, this is America. Plus, you're getting coffee. Be careful. Yeah. You got to watch that splatter. <laughs> yeah. <Whew. laughs> Headline is Massachusetts police ask residents to please refrain from crime until after the heat wave passes. All you bad guys, just do us a favor. <laughs> it's amazing. Hey, if you guys could just do us a favor. There's been you... no crime since they <laughs> since they did this. Look, I know I know you guys are anxious to get out there and 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 and, and, and rob and, and pillage and all that stuff, but if you could just wait. Oh, it's really hot out there. This comes to us from CNN. You know, somebody t- said over the weekend that uh, not everything you hear on CNN is fake news. Mm-hmm. They do play commercials. You are fake news. Fake news. CNN is fake news. That's why everybody hates you. I love this jingle. Can you tell the truth? Fake news. I like how it feels like it's enjoying it. Yeah, fake news. It's like a. It's dangerously hot across much of the country. It's like a folk music version. (laughs) It's so funny. Who's the the dingbat? Uh, Is it Don Lemon? Is that his name? Who? On CNN. He's the one. Don Lemon. He's one of them. Guy is a psycho. I'm telling you. It's dangerously hot across much of the country. That is my personal opinion. I'm not... Just, it doesn't reflect. It does the, not reflect the views of the weird podcast. Actually, it does. It kind of does. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not saying don't listen to the guy. I'm not saying don't watch the guy. I'm just saying the guy. What are you a, saying? He's wackadoodle. Okay. Anyway, the Braintree uh, Police Department asked the community to put a pin in crime until the heat wave passes in a Facebook post on Friday. It's straight up hot as soccer balls out there, said the uh, Who department. Says that? Uh, not me. Don Lemon does which has racked up more than 106,000 shares since Friday. That's right. The police department really used the phrase hottest soccer balls. So the department confirmed to CNN Saturday that the post is indeed legit. The heat is criminal enough. (laughs) That's it. We've got enough criminal with the heat. Uh, While extreme temperatures in the area could reach 102 degrees, it'll likely feel even worse. Then it is even worse. Probably. And this Don Lemon guy. Yeah, go ahead. So so I'm just going to say, so we're clear. So if go he ahead. starts trying to sue the podcast, yeah, yeah. I, he might be a swell guy personally. If he sues not, this podcast, not, it'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not slandering the guy. What's going to get? I'm just saying. Our microphones? He's dishonest on, on the air. Yeah, what's going to get our microphones? Yeah, take the microphone. <laughs> You can't get blood out of a turnip. Yeah. Or how's it go? Something, Something like, like that. that. Can't put lipstick but on the a thing pig. Is, the thing is, you know, I he just, he's dishonest. Like, I, I listen to the stuff. He, he's dishonest to himself. What's CNN, man? I, I watch the guy talking. You want to play the jingle again? No. Okay. I watch the guy talking, and I'm going, are you convincing yourself right now <laughs> what you're saying is true? Okay. And, and I don't watch any news. I don't watch 
Fox. I don't watch CNN. I don't, I don't, watch, I don't watch a lot, of it. I get my, I, I watch a lot of news sites. I get a lot of information from aren't because I specifically go to one site. I usually get links from somewhere else that leads me there. So I don't even. You know where I get my news from the radio program that we listen to, mm-hmm. and it's it's. I've never had sometimes. an issue. I listen yeah. sometimes. All right. Anyway, it's simply too hot for law breaking. The police said committing a crime in this sort of weather is next level henchman status. It's hot as soccer balls. Somebody up there has got a sense of humor. In a post, the uh, department suggested everyone wait until the heat wave indoors, wait it out indoors, and suspend the illegal stuff until things cool down. Stay home, blast the AC, binge Stranger Things Season 3, play with the Face app, practice karate in your basement. We will all meet again on Monday when it's cooler. The Popo. That's how they sound it. They sound it. Sound it. (laughs) In a postscript, the police pleaded with people not to spoil the plot of the Netflix series uh, new episodes. According to the Post, Braintree Police are just finishing up the second season of Stranger Things. Oh, well, they're missing. The, the third one's good. Right. It's time for the Mark Patch Top 10. Now, I've already got a problem with this list. Oh, I do too. Top Big 10 top. classic monster movies. Now, it comes there to There are us. so many monster movies in here. There, there are all these. Oh, it's ridiculous. These, I don't know these, half these, these for are, one thing. No, these are all, most of these all are, are B movies. Well, they're, they're, what's wrong with that? I love B movies. No, you like the one with uh, Seinfeld. No, no, that B movie. no, no. I don't like no, cartoons. No, I, I like mean, B movies. No, I like uh, I like B horror movies. I, yeah, I, yeah. I love really bad horror anyway. Yes, I love but it my, too. My point is, if you're going to say top ten classic monster movies, yeah, Frankenstein's not on. I this was going to say exactly that yeah. one. Uh, well, yeah, there's a bunch of them that just are not here. Well, it comes to us from thetop10s.com, so we know it's true. Well, so. you, know, you know who just died? By the way, speaking of monster movies, who I forget the actor's name. The guy that was in the original The Fly. Oh really? At the end, he's like, help me, help that, me. That, that traumatized Sarah as a baby. Yeah, well, I was a watching weird it. Thing they did to his voice, back. yeah. I don't know how they did it, and but they, they had him in the little fly body on a spider web. Yeah, but uh, he just died this week. That and the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Uh, what was the one where he was a baby? Um, he was a baby. Junior, yeah, Junior. Oh, junior. Yeah. When they're having, the, he's having the baby, and the Junior freaked her out too. Well, probably because it was a horrible movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Danny yeah. DeVito wasn't in that, was he? No, that's Twins. Twins is great. Twins that's the is story funny. of mine twins, and my brother's life. Yeah, Twins. Anyway, number 10, top 10 classic monster movies according to this pathetic list. I was a teenage werewolf. That one actually fits. That one counts. But of all the classic monster movies, and that was more of a campy. I think that, that one may actually fit in my top 10 of the classic uh, Okay, whatever. I don't know this next one. Number nine, The Monster of Pederas Blancas. Piedras. You know that Piedras one? You ever Blancas. heard of that? No, something something white. In Blanca? White? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Number Blanca eight, is white. I know the name. Uh, don't know the, I've not seen the movie Humanoids from the Deep. Number seven, The Killer Shrews. Number six, very famous movie. This one belongs. Drive, drive-in movie, The Blob. Uh, number five is a very famous movie that I don't think belongs on this list. Beast of Blood. I don't know that one. I've never seen your Beast of Blood. No, that's not it. Uh, number four. I walk for miles. It's a classic. All over the hood. Beast from 20,000 Fathoms. That's a classic. Uh, number three. Q, the winged serpent. Mm-hmm. Or is it Q, the winged serpent? Yeah, Q him. <laughs> number two of the top ten classic monster movies according to this list. Horrors of Spider Island. Oh, sounds scary. Uh, number one belongs 
Maybe not in this position, but it does belong on this all list. This, of all these in this list, this is one of the best ones. I have this in Trest Day. Creature from the Black I have Lagoon. the 3D version. I remember watching it this. It looks so good in 3D. With the Boy Scouts at uh, at one of our meetings. I went up in Hville, little movie theater up there back in the 80s. The guy would play 3D movies on Saturdays a lot of times, and I saw it in the theater. Yeah. And I've got it in 3d at home and it looks like when you're watching it 3d the, the the quality of the print it looks like it could have been filmed yesterday oh, it's awesome it looks so good it's black and white though right yeah 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 how well, they do that well or, original 3d movies were polarized lenses anyway they weren't the red and the blue you see in the pictures you know they were yeah they were gray lenses polarized so yeah two different it's just two different two different frames and gotcha. slightly different uh colors it's a, it it looks Really, you come over and see Creature in the Black Lagoon. I, well, maybe I'll come over and watch it with come, you one of these days. Check it out sometime. Uh, where is the thing? Like John Carpenter's The Thing? No, that one doesn't belong. These are oh, classic monsters. Oh, it's movies. a classic. No, John it's Carpenter's a classic, The Thing. But they, they're talking about old school black and white. No, yes. No. Frankenstein. No. Frankenstein. And also, I'd like the to werewolf. Add, I'd like to add one on here with all these bad ones on here. Killer clowns from outer space. That one should have been on this list. Yes, yeah. it should have been. That's not old. That's the eighties. That's right. All right, folks. A lot of good monster movies. Classic monster movies. Where was the werewolf? I already mentioned that one. Oh, you just think you... Where was uh, Silver Bullet? That was an 80s movie. It was a great one, I guess. Yeah. It was a great one. Creepshow. Oh, Oh, Creepshow's coming back as a... uh, Series? As a Shudder series. Yep. All right, we're out of here because we are. Peace out. See you next episode. Bandboxrocks.com Discount code WEIRD